Good morning, good day, good afternoon. This is the day that the Lord has made. Did I say this is the day that the Lord has made? Yes, he said, let us rejoice, let us be glad. You may not feel like it right now. As you can tell, my voice too does not feel like rejoicing right now. But guess what? We get to do it, and we get to do it well, and we get to do it to shame the enemy. My name is Joy Kitanga Dash Dabo. And you know that's just not my last name because I say it because I'm going to have fun with my husband about this. I want to encourage you and I want to welcome you today on this episode here. Grab your pen, grab your pencil, grab your paper, grab your Bible, grab whatever you can help you contain this information because we are about to dive in. I am so glad you chose to be here and to chose to listen in. Let's get away and let's have a fun. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, good after Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day you are listening in. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let me tell you, when you are set up for a healthy way of life, you're going to get attacked. When you feel like this is my season to start reading the Bible, you're going to get attacked. When you feel like I'm about to switch it around, and do and live right as, as I'm supposed to, you are going to get attacked. <laughs> well, let me tell you, no matter what you choose to do well, you're going to get attacked. So let's get over it. As you can tell, my voice has not healed completely yet, but we are here. We are here to talk Bible, read the scripture, conversate about healthy way, healthy life, and you know, this is an intersection of science, faith, health, and prayer. So I hope you have been diving into those episodes that we have been sending your way. I want to thank you. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, every week that you are diving in and you are connecting and you are and you are responding and you are sharing. So thank you so very much. May you continue to do it so in with cheerfulness and your support is appreciated. We are in the month of March. Listen, we are in the month of March. And you know what month is this? Month of March is about women's history. Women's history. And I'm so, so delighted to bring my first guest, Miss Akia. And she is a woman of faith, woman of God that I got to meet at my church. And uh, the day that we met, I know that was not just ordinary. I was on my journey of sugar fast. The Lord had put me on sugar fast, say fast, the, you know, get off her sugar. But, you know, I delayed it and I was like, and I love sugar, y'all. I love sugar. So when the Lord says sugar fast, <laughs> it was really fasting. It was really fasting because it was some pulling teeth and screaming and yelling and indignation. And I love, like literally, but I thank God for putting me on a sugar fast about, let's say about a year ago. And I started again 2024 because I want to put my health in the right spot, in the right way, in the right mind to be used by God. So God puts me on sugar fast. We are doing a sugar fast. 
And it was during that season that I got to meet Miss Akia and her wonderful family that they've been on sugar fast. Well, not doing sugar for sugar fast, but changing, taking radical change about their health uh, and their family. So we are here to talk about family health, being a woman, being a mother, being a wife, being a mom, being who God created you as a woman. And that can be challenging and can lead you to eating unhealthy way. So welcome, Miss Akia. It's great to have you. And please introduce yourself and tell our guests that you are real. I'm not talking to a AI. I'm not talking to a machine. I'm not talking to a computer. That I am talking to a real person. And her name is Akia. Well, tell us about you, Miss. Welcome. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, so my name is Ikea, and my family and I, we've been on a journey of um eating healthy for a long time. Um, I would say some an area that per, personally for me as a person individual, I struggled with for a long time because I didn't grow up in a family where health was important. Um, what we were eating, it just wasn't something that was really discussed or highlighted. It was more once I got into high school um, that I really just started to learn about health, taking classes, um, just the different content that I was watching on TV, also being online helped a lot during that season. Got to college and still wanted to be healthy, struggled a lot um, just because of bad, you know, bad habits, just the way that I had grown up eating. Um, and then I got older and out of college and I started to really get serious about my health. Um, but what really, really what the complete shift was after my second daughter. So I have four children. And after my first child, um, my body back bounced back very quickly. I was nursing. Um, I still was eating whatever I wanted to eat. And I had my energy. I, I really didn't see too many negative impacts of being married, new season of marriage, new season of being a mom. Um, definitely did try to change my diet, but there wasn't a whole lot of motivation. But after my second child, um, pregnancy was great, didn't have any issues with delivery, but I just realized I wasn't bouncing back as quickly. I was so exhausted. I think that was the trigger for me that finally was like, I have to figure out what's going on here. And I would go to my physicals, have my blood work done and everything was great. And I got on YouTube and I just started putting in just fatigue because I was exhausted. I could literally sleep for 12 or 13 hours and I would still feel like I didn't get any sleep. Um, obviously, I was a new mom of another baby. I had two children married and that even in and of itself is a life adjustment. But I just knew having had been pregnant and having a child before, I'm like, this just isn't normal. So I got online and I started um, learning about how our diet can impact how we were feeling mm -hmm. and about just sugar and carbohydrates and really learning the in-depth now of health and food and nutrition. And at that time, I went 
I started, I learned about keto. Keto had was like really booming and it was a big thing then. Mm. So we, um, as a family, I'm so thankful my husband has always kind of, even if I had to drag him along at first, he's always gotten on board with supporting me mm -hmm. <laughs> on my, um, you know, revolutionizing my life. So we all as a family did keto and it was good. I started to feel a little bit better. Um, I did start feeling a little bit better, but I can't say that it was what I was used to, but I did notice a significant difference. And then um, keto just was a, I, I felt internally, I felt a little insecure about keto because um, just eating so much meat, eating so much animal products, I just my conscience wasn't at peace with it, if that makes sense. Mm. So I kind of pulled back a little bit and um, that pullback, I kind of just went back to eating regular. Um, again, the regular, you know, standard way mm -hmm. of eating. And then it's always been a tug of war. And I think it was two, what started all of this which the final was 2021. I just was ready. You know, like sometimes you just get to a place in your life where you're just ready for a change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, 2021, I just got to a place where like, I'm done with this food situation. I was able to acknowledge that it was an addiction, that it was a coping mm -hmm. mechanism for me being able to process my feelings that I was emotionally eating because mm -hmm. sugar was mm -hmm. my, was my go-to. And the Holy Spirit pointed it out because I started to, that November of 2020, I went on a fast and I just was really praying and asking the Lord to really show me what was going on. And God showed me it was a stronghold. Mm. And um, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do mm -hmm. I do? So I went the whole month and I fast no sugar for that month. And God revealed so much to me. It was I, I felt better in that month. I felt so much better. But then mm -hmm. December came around and I slowly started um, I was more conscious of what I was eating then. Um, but February of 2001, um, I had decided in January that February 1st, 2001, I would do no eating out. So for me, that was a way of putting some boundaries in place mm -hmm. to, to mm. constrain that. Mm. So I started in 2001, no eating out at all. Since then, I have not gone back to eating out. So my goal was to not eat out for a year. That was my challenge. Mm. So last year, excuse me, it was February 2002 into 2003. So last year came February 1st. And it's like, yeah, I haven't ate out in a year. And you know what? I just didn't want to. I was so used to. You have not to... ate the carbon, the, all the other food for a whole year. I hadn't, I have not ate out. I have not ate out at any oh, restaurants. Out. Okay. Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. where I started. I hadn't, I had not, I have not ate out at any restaurants for two years now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But once I had started that challenge, I realized what well, I was cooking at home more because now I'm not going out to eat. But then I realized that I was eating a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, it just now I was preparing it at home. So I was getting better. I was a step closer so as a family, we went on a sugar fast and we went on a fast from sh sugar products, period, but also fruit included. So we had no um, rice. We had no oatmeal. We had no fruit, anything that would be able to trigger our flesh in that way. Like anytime I, I need that whole saying, I need something sweet. We wanted mm -hmm. to get away from that. Mm 
So we did that for a year as a family. And honestly, it revolutionized us all. Just the, even now that we've gone back to eating sugar, Mm -hmm. we, we don't really, you know, we are back to eating fruit, but sugar, we're all conscious and aware of it now to a Mm -hmm. level that we never were before. You know, even my children, I'll see them, you know, Hey, I've had a handful of grapes. I I think I'm not going to have any more sugar today, or I'll wait two days and then I'll have some more fruit again. We're now conscious and aware mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the amount of sugar that we're taking in and you know mm-hmm. how, yeah. So that is, it's been a, a journey of learning, of mm-hmm. educating ourselves, of processing through the emotional pull and the training of our mind to eating sugar. But I can say it's possible after Mm -hmm. going through the journey. Like you said, anytime you choose to change the way you're living, the enemy comes after you. You know, we were tempted in so many different ways. But once you bypass that with the help of the Holy Spirit, there's a confidence. There's a strength that you have Mm -hmm. that I can go anywhere and the donuts can be there. And even though I know now I'm free to eat it if I want to, I'm able to say no. And I'm able to say no, because like you have us here talking about today is self-love. I know it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. It's just not in my best interest. So mm-hmm. I hope that helps. I hope I answered the question. Oh the my goodness. Oh, you gave <laughs> you, you, you like direct us like in so much good stuff that we can talk about as mom, <laughs> as wife. Like it is, you, you, you brought so many um topic that I like to to talk about which is you talk about pregnancy you talk about diet as a family you're talking about um coping mechanism I had a similar um situation for me on my first pregnancy I I you know I bounced back really bad, really good. I was ready to have 10 kids I'm like oh if this is how it's gonna be we're gonna go to 10 <laughs> I was so ready. I was so ready to hit 10. I'm like, ah, oh, if this, like, I understand. My mama had eight. I'm the seventh. I'm, I can do this. If this is like, this is cool. This like, is easy. Can, it's easy. And, and then the second pregnancy come around. I'm like, what did you say? You What's not- going on? <laughs> <laughs> it surely did the little boy was like don't talk too fast mommy I ain't coming yet okay wait hold up and for me I, I I say this this way about my second pregnancy is that he came to take everything he could take out of me Mm-mm, that boy like like I gave I I was sick the whole time Compared to my first one, I was chilling. I can go to work and I can do this. Second one, I was sick as a dog. And then when he came, like, he's out. And I'm like, what? What is this belly sticking around? Like, you know. But anyway, (laughs) that was, Mm. that was, that was. I can testify. (laughs) Girl, I can testify, yes. Oh, my goodness. The first baby trick. It's a trick. The first baby, you better hold on, better hold on. Like, bless, like, bless are you, woman of God. Blessed are you if you have five babies and you don't know what we're talking about. Good for you. Mm. Like, maybe you should stop at Bless- five. <laughs> Blessed and highly favored are you. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. So it led me also to, for me, I ended up also with postpartum depression that I didn't know at the time that it was, mm -hmm. but in an emotional roller coaster. Um, you talk about, you know, I want to, I want us to touch on that because in the process of us women, Mary specifically, having the support of our husband in the process is, is a very crucial. It's very, very crucial. And, uh, what to share about, you know, we're not just dragging them along, right? Because I'll say the same thing. Like I drag him. I'm like, listen, we're doing this. Can we do this? But I want I want us to talk about that for a little minute because I see that many women don't know how to advocate for themselves mm -hmm. in marriage when it comes even to the simple thing about I'm eating this. Y'all, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Miss Akia. I started sugar fast and he went to buy. Like I just started like two days into the sugar fast. He's he's gonna listen to this. He's gonna be like, I can't believe you keep saying this. Like, haven't you not forgiven me yet? I have, but I gotta share this. We still story. gotta talk about this. And this is part of my testimony now. <laughs> I got you. Two days. I started sugar fast. I say, yes, Lord. This time I'm in it. I'm going full force. I told everybody. Two days. If not two, it was probably three days of that. He came, hey, honey, look what I found. I was like, red velvet with cream on it. I'm like, are you serious? Mm -mm. I say, are you serious? And it is like my cake. Like, like when I die, bury me with a red mm. velvet in the cut. Like, and put it there because when I walk up through Jesus, hallelujah, something good came out of this earth Thank is you. red velvet. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> So I want I want to if you you know if if you don't mind like just sharing about advocating for self you know it's not we're not it's not it's maybe I would say it's a lack of better word of like we don't drag we're we're it's a call for hey I need your support so Amen. you know how the how did you you know to start with this health how for you was it like implementing food how did you start in the way that got your family to go along because we are the chef of our house right we are the chef yes. we are the one who get to choose what goes in their mouth but how did you do it because i'm sure there's somebody like y'all talking and making it so easy you know when he say no he say no but I, i'm the one us to talk about in the place of advocacy you know how That's to so advocate yourself in the kitchen in the way that they get them to come along because your health depends on it. Your health depends on it. Um, I love that you use the word advocate because it's something that's so vital, especially for us who are women of God, that love God, that we know him, that we walk with him, that we serve him, and we understand the importance that God places on us to respect our husbands to submit under their authority, that doesn't mean that we shut our mouths and we keep our opinion to ourselves. Mm, no, we, we tell the truth in love. And wherever we are on our journey as an individual, we have the responsibility to communicate that. Um, we're our own person. No one, my husband is not a mind reader. You know, he is responsible. God's given him responsibility over himself. 
and mm-hmm. I have responsibility over myself in regards to my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I these were things that I was going through in my own personal walk, in my own personal relationship with God. These were things that in my quiet time, I was talking to God about. Um, mm-hmm. I was acknowledging where I was and seeking God's wisdom and his counsel. And he was leading me personally. Mm-hmm. Um I was on YouTube and I was collecting knowledge and information and I would go back and my husband's name is Daniel and I would go back and I would share the information with Daniel and, you know, his, um, he, he would be curious. He would want to know, um, was it to the degree to where it was going to be a complete life shift where he would take that step on his own? I don't know because it never, the time and space was never left where I gave him that space to choose if that would make sense I kind of led led it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but something else for me is I've always been a communicator I've always been someone who is um outgoing extroverted um that's just kind of my personality Mm -hmm. so for me in my household and I know and I want to layer this completely in love and understanding I know that in some people's home just being a wife um, my husband and I will celebrate 10 years of marriage this year in May so being a wife for a while and you connect with other wives I know that some wives say my husband doesn't like leftovers my children don't all eat the same thing for me in my home I just have never those type of patterns or habits or belief systems I never let them take root in my home Mm -hmm. this is my um, paradigm for me is that I'm a person and I have to respect me and my my boundaries and my boundaries early off on in marriage is I'm going to I go grocery shopping so I'm going to buy what I get that's Mm -hmm. if you want to go get something else feel free but I go grocery shopping I'll actually kind of have in our phones we both do have iPhones so we have a note Mm-hmm. And we have all of the different um, things you can buy at the grocery store. And obviously we've built that over years mm. and we'll just click it. You know, I'll tell my husband, Hey, I'm going to go to the grocery store. If there's anything you want, just go ahead and click it. And when I'm at the grocery store, I'll get it. Ooh, so good. that has helped a lot with communication and me not feeling the pressure of always having to, um, you know, just as as wives, as women, always having to put the grocery list together and all that. So that has been one layer. The second layer is with my children. I cook one meal. And if you don't want to eat that, I believe in my children having autonomy, being able to communicate and to express themselves. I never want to shut their mouth or make them feel like they have to suppress how they feel. Mm-hmm. You may not want to eat it and you don't have to, but I'm not making anything else. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can either choose to eat this or not. And it's mm-hmm. been the same way with my husband. This is mm-hmm. what I'm making. You guys can either receive it with Thanksgiving or don't eat it at all. And the next meal that comes up, hopefully it's something that you'll enjoy and you can eat it. And if you don't, you're not going to die. And when the meal comes up that you feel you want to eat, go mm-hmm. for it. Mm. But that's just been my, I, um, I don't want to say it's a tough love kind of thing, but I just don't believe in the perspective of um, building in. Um, one thing a mother told me years ago before I got started with being married and any of that is don't start anything you don't want to continue. Oh, that's good. And I love that piece of advice that she gave me because it, it has guided me along my journey being a wife and being a mother. 
-hmm. It's just like with my husband, I didn't start off with um, trying to please him in a capacity where I couldn't sustain it. Mm -hmm. I always believe in excellence. I always believe in serving and doing the best that I can. Um, I just didn't want to put more of a burden on me that I could bear. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing with my children where, you know, I would start making things and then have to make a different meal for every child or they don't like something. And now I'm not going to buy it because you don't like it. No, mm -hmm. this is what we eat. And if you don't like it, don't eat it. But mm -hmm. now I'm not going to go above and beyond to cause them to pretty much whatever they like, then I have to go in that direction. And then it gets them into a place where now they don't want to eat the broccoli. Mm -hmm. They don't want to eat the asparagus. They they mm -hmm. want macaroni every day. My children, if I left life up to them, they would eat macaroni and cheese every day. They would eat rice every day. They would eat bananas and fruit all day long. Mm -hmm. And that just would be what they would do because they're children, right? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like, I, I am so thankful I learned again mm -hmm. early on the importance of parents having autonomy in the home. Mm -hmm. where there can't be, we all can't be bosses here. My husband is the head. I'm following him as he follows Christ. And you mm -hmm. guys got to follow us. We mm -hmm. all can't be leaders here. Mm -hmm. So it's like with our children, yes, you can mention what you like. And maybe I can get it every once in a while. My son loves, um, what are those things? Sweet potato chips. Mm -hmm. But again, that's, that's a treat. Mm -hmm. That's a treat. You know, mm -hmm. as I've been able to learn Again, watching YouTube videos, talking with people, talking to the Lord. Mm -hmm. God has really, really helped me to to be able to guide my family with food, being mm -hmm. thankful mm -hmm. and being grateful and being appreciative that mm -hmm. God sees fit that we have food and that whatever is placed before you receive it with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. you know, American culture is so picky and you know, we have to have everything our way. But the reality is that there are families that are going to go to bed tonight hungry mm -hmm. and they don't have anything to eat and they're not going to have anything to eat. But God has That's saw true. fit to place this food before us. And regardless of if it tastes the way that you want it to taste or it's the thing you want to eat, mm -hmm. we're going to give thanks to God because this is mm -hmm. what he provided. And mm -hmm. I want to be... I want my, my husband, I want to begin to teach our children that at a young age, because we want them to understand life is not perfect. Mm -hmm. Life mm -hmm. is not always going to be the way that you want it. In the days that it is, praise him, give him glory. But the days when it's not, you still need to praise him and give him the glory. It's mm -hmm. not contingent upon how everything, how everything is going the way you want it to go. So that's good. That's really that, good. And that wow. is for me also advocating to my husband. You were mm -hmm. back to like, again, the advocation and women being able to advocate. I think the most important thing before you can advocate for yourself with anybody is you got to get clear with where you are. Yes. Yes. You yes. stand. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to stand firm on those belief systems with the Holy Spirit and not withdraw? Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes that's the challenge. I know even in my own life is that oftentimes we won't advocate for ourselves mm -hmm. if we're feeling insecure, if we don't believe mm -hmm. that what we're saying is accurate, if we mm -hmm. are feeling unsure. Yes. But once you know that you know that you know, you can respectfully communicate whatever goal you're trying to achieve with your spouse in love. And if you guys are both believers, you both are standing on the word of God, obviously in prayer, especially if your husband's resistant, 
Mm -hmm. Um, Because at first, when me and my husband first got married, he was just resistant. It was Mm -hmm. just, you want me to eat (laughs) no meat? (laughs) What do you mean? No meat days? Yes, no meat. (laughs) But if you want to go to the store and buy it and cook it, feel free. Like, And that's where now the extra work comes in. Oh, he's not Mm going to do that. Mm-hmm. He's not going to mm-hmm. do that. But if he really wanted it, then he would do it. So yeah. it's again, just, it takes a walk with God, but it's so important for us as women to advocate. Oh, I love that you use that word is to communicate mm-hmm. and to talk to our husbands, to try to clarify. And when that wall comes up, because sometimes it will, that's the time to not nag them, mm-hmm. not to go back and forth with them. That's when you drop to your knees and you take it to God. Because mm-hmm. when you know, when you have that confidence, Mm-hmm. that what you're saying is the best choice and God's leading your family in it in that season, don't back down. Mm, don't back down. Good. My husband now, he's so thankful. Mm-hmm. So thankful. But yeah. he couldn't see that when we first got started. Yeah, so good. So, so good. Ooh, see y'all, I told you I'm not talking to AI. I'm talking to real person here. All right. <laughs> I love that um, self-advocating, starting with where you are. And uh, adding your, it's in, in, in everything that you, you're saying, what I'm, I'm, I'm feeling and hearing of self-advocating is uh, you start with where you are with God. God, I want to get, I want to get better. I want to, because scripture tells us the greatest commandment is what? Love the Lord, your God, with all you got. Right, all you got basically. If it, if I can put it into the uh, modern day English, what it called? What? How do they call that dictionary again? Not um, um, mm, not not modern. Urban, urban vernacular. Urban. Yes, yes. If I can put I it in you. there, it'll be it'll be you know love the Lord with what you got. Okay, that means everything you got is what you're gonna love the Lord. So if I'm, yes, Lord, Jesus. So if I'm feeling mentally tired, drained, physically, emotionally unable, Mm. that means that I gotta start first with Jesus, Lord. I need this love. I don't know how to love myself right now. And I love how you say your story was you started looking at diet, right? Diet impact on health. Like, baby girl, I want to love you, but I want to love you to teach you how to eat, you know? Because mm-hmm. eating, we eat emotionally as women sometimes because, you know, something went wrong. I'm going to find myself ice cream. It's going to make me feel better. Or chocolate cake, or girlfriend, or a cup of tea with somebody, or for some it could be, you know, sex, whatever. But we shopping, emo- yeah. shopping, yeah, we find ourselves in those space. But if you want to advocate for yourself, start from where you are, self-assessment. I'm a bigger self-assessment and self-awareness person. Me too. I can be, I could wake up in the morning, I'm like, something is wrong. That's how I actually detected that I was experiencing postpartum depression because I woke up and I told my husband and I say, something is not right today. He's like, what is not right? I don't know, but I know like something shifted in my, in, in, in some atmosphere of who joy is. And I'm about to find out. I'm about to find out what it is. Yes. You know? 
for you, mm -hmm. you got connected and the Lord, the Holy Spirit led you to YouTube. You find this health and everything. For me, I began to search and I realized it's postpartum depression. That's what it's called. Okay, so what do I do in this? I need to boost my faith. That's like, I need to boost my, my faith pill. Like I need Jesus. I need you to do a faith IV on me right now mm. because what they say about this condition, it's about if this is how I'm feeling right now. And I began to talk to my husband about it. Self-awareness, know where you are and begin to talk with God. And he's faithful. So faithful. So faithful. Hmm. So faithful. I mean, the things that God revealed to me, I never could have come to the conclusion on my own. That's how you know that God is God. Mm -hmm. As you're on your journey and you're seeking him, the things that he will reveal to you, just your past trauma, um, the idea of even the fact that I was eating food as a coping mechanism. I, I didn't go to therapy for that information. I just mm -hmm. literally sat with the Lord and God told me that I had to mm -hmm. literally go look it up. And what is a coping mechanism? Mm -hmm. But as God is enough and he has so many resources and people, even just this podcast, it's a resource, mm -hmm. but spending time with God, the Holy spirit, he is enough. He is enough as we spend time with him and we take him seriously. And that was something that delayed now that I can look back as, you know, this has been maybe again, we've been married for 10 years, but even as I look back, mm -hmm. if I would have just taken God's voice seriously earlier, I could have prolonged how long my journey took. I just mm -hmm. didn't take God seriously. I mm -hmm. didn't. Mm. but yeah mm. it starts with God it all starts with God being truthful with him being honest being wrong telling him the full truth and he will give the full truth with love and support and compassion he will show you the path to take mm. he will send you the people he will send you the resources mm -hmm. he got it he's got mm -hmm. it he got it he got it I love it and and I, and I love also the uh yeah yeah yep Apple people are trying I got friends keep telling me you need to move over to Apple I'm like okay y'all give me Android we're gonna leave we're gonna stay with Android for for now okay but y'all just mm. so I love I love that <laughs> I don't mean to doubt any Android people, but I am an Apple user. Come on over. You'll see life is sweet on this side. It's sweet. <laughs> I keep telling them, I say, you know, you know, that's the fruit of sin, right? Yeah. You bite in it and you and you get caught. Like, no. And I love I love the uh the grocery. That's another way you, you mentioned about self-advocating how I see at work when you are exchanging in terms of communicating with your spouse the the grocery list if you if it's something that you so desire you add to the list you you have access to it it's you know it's mm, we're about to have a long conversation here listen having it's That's like good. giving your husband access to it's mm, jesus my lord help me help me communicate this with communication in marriage right now, when it comes to self-advocating, it's also giving access. Does my husband have access to what is going on in this mind here to help me heal, to help me 
get better? Does it have, it, it, this note of groceries is accessibility to the kitchen. You want access to the kitchen. I'm the chef of the kitchen. I, the Lord is guiding me what I need. But if you feel like you want to eat something, put it to the list. Ooh, Jesus, add it to the list. And as you add it to the list, it registers. Okay, he needs that. He wants that. Or, you know, he already got that. That it's a way of communicating and, and sharing the journey together. Because, so you know, I, I, I don't know if you've seen this. I, I tease my husband about this all the time. There's this, uh, there was this post on Facebook, but also um, somebody sent it to me on, 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 my, on my text message about whenever you send the husbands to do groceries, you got to take pictures of what it looks like. <laughs> Can I get an amen, sisters? Can I get an amen, sisters? You got to take hey, a <laughs> I don't even send my husband to the grocery store anymore. Mm -mm, no thanks the last time I sent him to the grocery store I and like how you said your joke and you keep saying your husband says please forgive me that is our running joke and it will go to the grave with us I don't know maybe it was November I was so busy mm -hmm. and I couldn't get to the grocery store mind you we have our note I checked everything he checked everything I went through, I put all the notes of everything that, you know, I do at the grocery store, check the vegetables, don't just pick them up and put them in the car, make sure they're firm. I did everything. My husband took my children and they went to the grocery store. They were gone for five or six hours. They spent $780 and came back with enough food to eat for one week. I said, sir, what are we supposed to do with this? I said, this will be the last time I send you to the grocery store. He said, no, please, I'll try. Give me another chance. I said, no, thank you. No, I finally have learned my lesson. God has blessed us all with different strengths, all different weaknesses. And the grocery store is my husband's weakness. No, thanks. And it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> oh my goodness. You get a phone call. You get a phone call, honey. Look, even the phone call with the video call, like, this is what I'm seeing. Is this what you're talking about? I'm like, how is it grocery? Is it simple for me? But it happened. Like, I don't call you when I'm groceries. He's like, don't send me. I'm like, yeah, I won't send you. Because if I'm sending y'all to get a break and to have a mental quietness and, and self-care, but y'all going to call me every 15 minutes asking me, <laughs> what does it look like? Is this it? Is it it? And I was like, no, 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 no. So I love the the note exchange. Like, just put it on the list because there are sometimes where I do go groceries and he's like, oh, y'all didn't buy this. I'm like, how? Like, I did not know you. This is the daily bread. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted it. I, I didn't, didn't know. I don't want to die if you told me. I didn't know. So that's, yep, that's how we got there. Oh, that's lovely, lovely, lovely. Self-care, self-advocating, you know, creating and the autonomy in the home as well. The follow the order that God have given. It creates a sense of healthy home, healthy, especially I'll say, excuse me, healthy, healthy mother, healthy wife. Because I I see women as in the home are bridge. You have this one side, you have the husband, 
the priest, the king, Jesus, God. And then you have this other side, the nation. And the nation calls the children. And you are at the intersection of moving what comes from this godly tree here to the nation that need to go out into the world. And if you're not healthy, the frustration, because that's, I believe that's where Eve, our sister, struggled, is uh, what did God say it again? Like you have received the revelation, you have received the wisdom, you want this, but and then you have the nation who also need this. How do you navigate? So I love, I so love the 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 understanding that you brought about give, build just the autonomy, understanding that because if you want the nation to do what they want to do, the kings and priests to do what they gotta do in order to serve God as well, you will lose your mind. I'm, not, I'm already great-haired, right? I'm already great-haired everywhere, people. People of God, bless my heart and all my heart. <laughs> but create that autonomy, that respect, that order of God that created in the home. It creates a healthy you. You start out with boundaries. Asking God to guide you. Lord, I may not understand everything. Like that's the beauty about the New Testament. The the we the people that are after Christ, you know, is that we have this grace that we too can pray about. You know, we can pray and say, Lord, okay, is this what you told you know, Brother Daniel? Is this what you told Brother Ibrahim? Because you need that clarity to serve Amen. in the home. And if that clarity is obscured by the food that you eat or dictated by the emotion, then the nation will suffer. Will suffer. The nation will suffer. They will not know how to carry their mission into the world. So I, I so appreciate you, woman of God, for just dropping gems, like so good, so, so, so good, you know. Um, the other piece I want us to touch on before we can close is uh, fast to seek God for healthy diet. You know, he revealed to you about the stronghold that was in your life. That is something that to be, because fasting, it comes out as I got to fast, you know, so that I can, my business can go forward. You may be fasting for your business, but God start talking to you about your health. And I think that frustrates a lot of people. It did frustrate me. I almost think like, okay, God, I don't want to fast anymore because I'm fasting. Let's go. So I can get my million dollars. <laughs> my breakthrough is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm fasting for my breakthrough. Don't be talking to me about, you know, the, the genealogy right now. I need my breakthrough. But he began to reveal to you and you obey. And let me tell y'all, I'm not she's I told you I'm not talking to AI. She's looking gorgeous. And I see in her family, they look so beautiful. They're all healthy. And 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 understanding that you seek God and God reveal and you obey. 
sometimes I'm just I'm just speaking to you right now, woman of God, because sometimes it happened to me. Sometimes you do these things, you obey, you do these things, you you don't realize like, yeah, I obey God. I just do it until somebody says it. And then you register like, oh, wow. At the time I was doing it, it was just my life with God. And then somebody pointed out to me, and you see the the effect and power that was in it. And that's why I love about voice imprint. We come to see the imprint of God's love in our life. Here you are fasting, seeking God for a healthy diet, and he began to reveal. I'm not saying, y'all, that her diet, because God revealed to her that that means you all, all of us should go, no, fast for yourself. Seek Amen. God. Amen. Because that's the error we tend to do, you know, pastor so-so-and-so, you know, he fasted for 21 that's days dangerous. and this, therefore, I got to do it too. But the common denominator is what fast to seek God what he will reveal to you it is for you if he says you go be a prophet and prophesy to the nation and tell the whole nation that's a whole bargain that's another that's another conversation mm -hmm. for me and my house me and my house you just blessed me on this Saturday Oh, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other thing would you like to add before we wrap up and head out of here? This is so good. This is so good. Um, yes, I think and it, God keeps bringing it to my mind. So I do. I think for me, one of the major things is that um, oftentimes the motive and the intent of our heart behind food and dieting and working out, it can be... Um, unclear and it can be impure that and that's what can be a hang-up that hinders us from actually setting a goal and meeting the goal is because sometimes it can just be all about what we look like it can just be all about how we want others to perceive us and I could go on and on and on and on only God knows what's in our heart but for those of us who are people of God, who we walk with God, we confess to be children of God. I think it's so important for us to consider with what it is that we're eating um, from, I just lead with a perspective. And that is that I oftentimes hear, and I had to, God had to bring it to my own attention and help me to address it is that a lot of the food that we're eating now, it is filled with drugs. It is filled with chemicals that are being made, that things that God never, ever, ever wanted our bodies to consume. Mm -hmm. We're eating foods that once we eat them, our bodies don't even process them as food. Our bodies deem them as something harmful and is trying to figure out how to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And... For those of us who are believers, it's easy for us to look on the outside, for, to look on the outside and to judge other people, to have opinions and perspectives about people who do drugs, people who, you know, may abuse alcohol, abuse drugs. But for many of us who 
do overeat, for those of us who do use sugar as a coping mechanism, it's no different the way Mm -hmm. God sees it. Mm -hmm. It's no different than us abusing a drug, except Mm -hmm. now sugar has become our drug or whatever that food that we're used to, that childhood, you know, recipe that we just can't let go of, you know, for us to ponder and to consider, is it a stronghold? Is it something that has such a grip on me Mm -hmm. that I am unwilling or that I can't let go of? Because when we think about, I love that the Holy Spirit had you to hit on that for us as women, we're cooking in the house, or even if your husband cooks, we're in a season now where my husband cooks a lot and Mm -hmm. I'm not cooking as much. Either way, I still go to the grocery store. I'm Mm -hmm. still the one who is that gateway to whatever that comes into my home. It's because I brought it in there. Mm -hmm. I've okayed it. My children Mm -hmm. are believing to eat these items. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And to God gave it to me in this way. And I can only present what he gave to me. It's like me going out and me saying, well, hey, would I give my children a little bit of heroin? Would Mm -hmm. I give my children a little bit of, Mm -hmm. you know, cocaine or a little bit of crack? It's just a little, it's not that serious, Mm -hmm. but it is that serious. It Mm -hmm. is that serious because any godly woman who loves her husband and loves her family automatically would say no, Mm -hmm. absolutely no. Mm-hmm. But it's so important that we see what we're putting in our mouth soberly. I know our culture, I know corporations, I know society has presented these foods that we're eating as they're okay. Of course, they want us to buy them. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when we look on the back of the package and we do not know what that is, or we go look it up and it's something that's been created. Mm-hmm. soberly outside of the desire or the lust that we may have for that would we soberly continue to serve those things to our children mm-hmm. and it should be no mm-hmm. it should be an absolute no now where you know every person listening to this may be on their journey and them getting to that absolute no living it out is between them and God and I love that you hit on the fact of well hey you're hearing me you're hearing my testimony you're hearing my journey but I went on my journey with God and it was him Mm -hmm. and I, he's the one who's led me. He's the one who's guided me. Mm -hmm. So I encourage that with anybody, if there's something you can take and the Holy Spirit's okay with that, definitely take it and use it, but Mm -hmm. seek the Lord for yourself. Everybody's at a different stage in their journey with God. Mm -hmm. You don't want to put, this is not to make anyone feel pressure or guilt, but for us to live sober. The Mm -hmm. same way we know that abusing alcohol is not okay. The same way that we know abusing drugs is not okay is the same way that we should, we should have a sober perspective of viewing abusing food or eating foods that are clearly um, Mm -hmm. unhealthy for our body. We should have that same indignation. We -hmm. should have that same honor and respect for ourselves and for God to say that, no, I'm no longer going to continue to make that decision in Holy Spirit. I need your help. Mm -hmm. I need your help. Show me where to start. Show me what to do. And that's where it starts because um, I just learned a few weeks ago there, like there's a shredded cheese. I don't remember the brand, Mm -hmm. but in that shredded cheese, there is a um, drug that if you and I right now, we had a issue. I don't know what the drug, I don't remember what the drug is given for, but if you and I wanted to get access to that drug, 
we would have to go to a, a physician. They would have to mm -hmm. write us out a prescription. We would have to fill that prescription to be able to take that drug. But mm -hmm. any person can go into a grocery store and purchase that cheese mm -hmm. and come home and be able to consume that drug. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. But I, as the gatekeeper partnering with God, I'm bringing that drug in my home and I'm spreading it Jesus. on my family's food and I'm serving it to them. Jesus. And we have the responsibility to Ooh. no longer put our families, their health my and the God. responsibility that we have in the hand of companies. No, oh we have the responsibility Ooh. to slow down in that grocery store, look at the back of the package, see what those ingredients are saying. If we're not familiar, it takes literally a minute to do a Google search. If you don't know what it is, put it back until you're able to go home and do some thorough investigation and find out for your own conscience, am mm -hmm. I okay with serving this to my family? Mm -hmm. because the things that are being placed in our food now, it is dangerous. It's mm -hmm. dangerous mm -hmm. and it's addictive. It's to get us addicted to it and so many other things. So that again, we are hooked and it's no different than being hooked to a drug. And that's mm -hmm. not what God wants for us. He mm -hmm. doesn't want that for us. It, I love how you said postpartum, um, the depression, it impacts our moods, it impacts our sleep, it impacts mm -hmm. how our children show up. A lot of times we think our children, if you go to the doctor, they have so many different um, behavioral issues. But the moment we begin to cut those things out, it's amazing how, you know, our bodies and things will begin to balance themselves back out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, just to really take it to God seriously mm -hmm. with an open heart no judgment, no pressure at all. And just ask God, where are you and your family at on this journey? And what yeah. would he like you to do at all? Because the Bible says that there's a season for everything under the sun. And this may be for some people where the seed's being planted. For other people, it's time to water. For other people, it's time to harvest. It's time God is speaking to you in this moment. And it's time for change. It's time to execute. And for other people, the seed is being planted. And God is going to take you and continue to help you. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to leave the conversation where anyone feels any guilt or shame or condemnation. Because that's our enemy. Mm -hmm. And we, we're just not down with that. Mm -hmm. We're here for love. We're mm -hmm. here for support. We want people to, to know that wherever mm -hmm. you are, God is there. Mm -hmm. He's going to undergird you. He's going to support you. And he's going to help you to get to where you need to be. But if you don't know, how can you, you, you know, make a, make a change? How can you do something different? And mm -hmm. I think that's why you have us together is just to have this conversation, mm -hmm. to be able to help people to have information, to be able to yeah. know and to be able to see God about that change, however it looks for them in that season that they're in. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I love it. Thank you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, It is already. Listen, our conversation is is already going. It's it's, it's already at the, almost at the top of the hour, about to wrap up this place. But Oh, Jesus. This is this is amazing. Um so 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 good. When you said I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, mm. Oh. Okay. When you said about, you know, the food. I am you know talking about the food as women being the gate. And the moment you say about would I allow this food, this poison or this drug 
to be given to my family, husband, children. The image that just popped in my mind was Eve and the apple. Mm. Because that's exactly, that's exact concept right there. Because we're reading the Bible and we're going like, I will not have done that. You don't know, right? Yeah. And yet, when you just said it, it hit me. It's the same concept. Mm. You went in the grocery and you looked at it and probably had a feeling I should not buy this and did not read the the little content con what how do they call it again? Uh, um, nutrition fact. Nutrition fact. You didn't read it. It's just we eat Cheerios or we eat this, we eat that, right? And you go home and you feed your husband, you feed your children. It's the same concept of the apple, y'all. It's, oh my gosh. It is the same concept of the apple. I didn't see that before, but that does, I see it. It is the yeah. same concept. Do not eat. The Lord says, do not overeat. Do not do this. Do not do that. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. You get in the grocery. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I will shop differently after today. <laughs> because this revelation just dropped in my spirit. Literally. Mm. You say you would have been more like I I, 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 I lead women's um ministry and and i usually say this you know I, and, and i did a, a series on women of the bible i said listen when we are women women when we all get to the other side eve will probably say oh you thinking you condemn me for all this my fault let me tell you look at your own life Every Amen. single opportunity you have. I only had one. But grace showed up for you to keep, but you kept eating mm. that apple. You kept feeding everybody else that apple. You kept going. So don't put it on me being the originator, right? Mm. But look how much time you did it over time. Mm -hmm. When you could have stopped okay. Where you could impact the next generation. We're impacting the next generation. We're teaching them what to eat. We're teaching them to listen to the Holy Spirit or to disobey. We're teaching them to be led by their feelings. We're teaching them to dishonor God. We can talk about it. Yeah, we know that we're literally teaching our children to know the right thing to do. And regardless of that, disobey God and do whatever feels good. It tastes good. Go for it. Doesn't matter what God says. Doesn't it's matter what we know is better. Do what you want. It body. feels good. It feels good. And, and that's later, what we're teaching. And then later we're going to say it was Eve. She's going to be looking at us like y'all got 20 eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also going to be living with the consequences of our decision. And that's what God gave me revelation on is that 
you can continue to make those decisions and that's your choice. But what about your children? What about when your children get older and they're struggling with their weight and they're struggling with obesity and they're struggling with diabetes? But not just that, oh, those grandbabies that you keep praying and asking me for, what happens when they teach those grandbabies that you love so much those same habits? But sweetheart, it started with you because you wouldn't trust me and you wouldn't obey me and you would not curtail um, your desire to want to eat. Yeah, I know that that's what your mama taught you. I know that's what your daddy, your auntie, your cousin, your sister, brother, that's all you knew. Great. But now I'm here and I'm trying to teach you something different. Will you allow me to lead you? Will you allow me to guide you? Will you allow me to help you to know that it's hard right now, but it won't always be that way? It was so hard for me, Joy, not to eat out. It was just my thing. And now I don't even, by the grace of God, I take no credit. I don't even have a desire to eat out. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a desire. I don't know what's in that food. And it's the process of being obedient that the understanding oftentimes comes. Mm -hmm. It's oftentimes in the process of obeying the strength comes. It's mm -hmm. oftentimes in the process of obeying that the desire comes. Mm -hmm. But to expect all of that at the onset, because we're so taught to live according to our feelings, the feelings can lead us and guide us, but it's those same feelings. I love Priscilla Shire because it feelings do not have intellect. They tell <laughs> us what to do, but then we're the ones left with dealing with the consequences. And then now you're feeling sad. You're just feeling happy and excited. And now you're feeling sad. Well, what are we supposed to do, feelings? You mm -hmm. have me on this up and down roller coaster and mm -hmm. I just got to a place I want to get off. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating. Mm -hmm. It's so frustrating. You, 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 oh, got, yeah. you got that buzzing. Buzz? And say, hey, listen, I'm out. I need to get out of this roller coaster. I, I can't <laughs> keep going like this, you know? Yes, I'm like, all done. I'm all done. I'm off of it. I'm out and I'm off of it. Oh, thanks be to God for such for such a time. That's what I love. I love being here. I love being here. I love doing this because I meet people and I have this conversation and I get wisdom filled and understanding that's the journey we are on people we are on that journey seek wisdom you seek guidance you pray you press in you press out and you advocate for yourself women of faith women of god don't just go you know you know that's what my husband like to eat mm -hmm. what does the holy spirit say he need to eat you know amen, amen. because he may like to eat that Maybe that's why y'all have not gotten into the, oh, Jesus, my God. Oh, Lord, maybe that's why y'all still struggling. Because God is trying to tell you, woman of faith, he needs to stop eating it. Give him this kind of food. Because that kind of food will allow him to spend time, more time with him. And I'll give him the revelation of where your next thing is but as long as he's still loving that cinnamon bun guess what he's gonna get at work so, yeah i just call cinnamon bun it just came out my mind i'm not you know prejudice or anything or thinking against yeah. you know i'm just saying whatever you give him right it's that whisper that's what he likes that's what he likes and guess what when he gets at work when he gets somewhere, right, and he's being offered something that he should not say yes to, he finds himself say yes to 
because he had already said yes to the cinnamon bun. That was the voice of the enemy. So now, because he's operating with the influence of the enemy, he's saying yes to, oh my goodness, yeah, you just set me off on this. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Have mercy on us, Lord. Amen. Have mercy. It's, it's just the truth. It's the truth. It's amazing how when we take these hard paths, how they strengthen us, they fortify us against the enemy in so many different areas. They really, they strengthen our minds. They strengthen our will. It's a, God knows what he's doing. That's why I just want to encourage any person who's listening, whatever season you're in, God knows. It, you you, you testified it of, of yourself. You can go into a fast about one thing and God is like, mm, 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 we're not ready to touch on that yet. We need to address this because this, what I want to address is going to prepare you for what it is you're asking. You're not ready for that yet. And we can just think it's the food or whatever it is that God's dealing with us right now. And I don't want to say dealing as if God is like a Lord over us and he's mm -hmm. trying to spank us in line. No, God just, he says he chastises those he loves. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that God is trying to help us to get strengthened and better in our lives, take the journey with him. It's only going to work out for your good. He's a good father. He's a good father. He loves us. He says he knows the plans that he has for us. They're good and not of evil. We don't know those plans. We have no idea the plan that God has for our life. We have ideas of how we want the things to unfold. We have ideas about how we think they should unfold. But God knows how they should unfold. And as we trust him, as we seek him, as we obey him, that Faith, I love you said it, that faith IV, God, our faith is strengthened because we see that, Lord, I'm so thankful I didn't lean toward my own understanding. I'm thankful mm -hmm. that I trusted you. I'm thankful mm -hmm. I allowed you to guide my path because you knew what was right. You knew what I needed in this season, in the next season. We can trust God. He is on top of our lives. Mm -hmm. As much as we want our lives to work, he wants them to work even more. Because it's part of his kingdom agenda. It's part of his kingdom plan. And that's what we're here for. We're here for him. We're here for what he wants to accomplish in our lives. And if we're tired, we're exhausted, we're cranky, you know, we're, you know, argumentative with our spouse because of the chemicals and the food that we're eating that's triggering us, you know, when we're withdrawing and just all of those different things. We could sit here and talk about all of those different things. If those things are hindering us from showing up the way God needs us and wants us to show up, we have the responsibility to our king to humbly bow and say, yes, God. I, you, you may be saying yes, listening to this today, and you don't even know where to start. Just give him your yes, and he will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. That's his job. That's mm -hmm. I always tell God, God, this is a God-sized problem. I mm -hmm. gave you my yes now you're gonna have to help me figure out how to get from where I am because <laughs> I have no idea and it takes the pressure off it takes the pressure off because God's not asking you to do something he's not asking me to do something that we have no idea how to do he would be an evil God you know mm -hmm. he, he, he doesn't do things that way Amen. he will lead us he will guide us he will give us time I love him for his grace he'll give us time to turn around mm -hmm. he's faithful it's a journey but he needs us to give him our yes he needs us to humble ourselves and to agree that God my way is wrong your way is right and let's go let's, let's go. go 
Let's go. Let's go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way of ending us right there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. do it. We can do it. Yes. You can do it. Don't yes. don't feel frustrated. No. Say yes and tell him, where do I go now from here? Just say yes. Help me. I just Help say me. yes. Amen. You lead the way. Lead the way. Yes. That's I'm it. Not Lord. afraid of what. All right. We are about to go into season two right now. So let's know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So tell yes. our audience where they can find you, how they can connect with you, what's going, you know, what you're doing. I know you mentioned YouTube. You, you know, how do they find you or connect with you? I know you're doing some amazing things. Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Ikea J. Peart. Um, you can connect with me also on YouTube. Um, just getting started with TikTok. But over at YouTube, God just put on my heart in this season, just the power of prayer and um, just a prayer ministry where whatever God gives for me each week to pray for marriage, family, goal, whatever it is, um, to just pray. It's this the, and help people to see the importance of prayer. I think that oftentimes we think that prayer is, okay, well, I've done everything. Well, well now let me pray. Whereas mm -hmm. now God has really taught me in this season, it's the opposite. Let that be the first thing to seek God in prayer. Mm -hmm. And as we seek him, he will reveal to us. And then we have the responsibility to obey him in prayer because we can't do anything on our own. He never asks us to do anything on our own. So yeah, I have Instagram, I have, um, what is that, um, YouTube, and I'm in the process of um, getting things together, but for right now, that's where you can check me out, and as things grow and build out, you'll be able to get all that information there. Awesome, awesome, amen. Thank you so very much. And the last thing before we go is, uh, would you close us out in prayer? There you go. <laughs> let's do it, let's do it. All right. Well, um, Abba, I just thank you so much, Papa. Thank you so much for this time, Lord. We thank you that you are so intentional. We thank you that you are so all-knowing, Lord. We thank you that you do have plans for our lives. We thank you, Lord, that we are not hopeless. We thank you that wherever and whoever is listening to this, wherever they are, God, that you are right there with them right now. So God, for the person who's listening to this and they feel so overwhelmed, they feel so much pressure, they feel conviction. God, I pray for the person who the enemy is trying to assault them with shame and guilt and condemnation. But I pray that your Holy Spirit would comfort them. I just pray for reassurance, God, even now for that person who's tried over and over again to um, discipline themselves, to be able to get their diet and just exercise, just living a healthy lifestyle under control. And they feel that they are a failure. They feel that they have failed over and over again. God, I just pray for new hope, new strength, new faith. God, I will pray that you would help them to believe again, to hope again, to trust you, Lord, to no longer look at themselves and where they've come from, God, but to look at you. Because God, with you, all things are possible. There is, there's no end to you. There's no bound to where you can't go. There's nothing going on within our minds, within our hearts, nothing that we've gone through that you don't know, Lord. And if we will just come humbly and seek you, Lord, you'll lead us and guide us in your timing, according to your way, according to your will, and according to your purpose. 
So God, I thank you so much for this time that we've been able to gather. God, I pray, God, that you will receive a 100-fold harvest from um, this, this um, the seeds that have been sown. Lord, I just pray uh, um, over this, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that the seeds that have been sown, that the enemy will not come and steal these seeds away. God, I pray that as things get hard and persecution and problems and struggles come against this word, which they will, God, that this seed, um, it will not, it will not be destroyed. God, but I pray that God, the cares of this world and what other people are doing and um, it will not tear up this word, Lord. But I pray, God, that in the perfect season, at the perfect time, Lord, it will bring forth a 100-fold harvest for your kingdom and for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you again for being here. Listen, yes. if you know anyone, if you know anyone, listen, this has been such a great gem that we have received today. If you know anyone who can benefit from this, just share with them because we are living in a time where the enemy is trying so many families to break us down, to separate, to divide, to dismantle unity in our world. And I'm here to share with you, as we have shared with Miss Akia, that your household, you are the gate. You are in charge. And seek God. Seek God because he will reveal to you which way to go. All right. Let's go. so very much everywhere every possible this conversation was just on time and i am wishing you all of us a wonderful women history month remember you women of faith women of god you have that opportunity to change the atmosphere in your house if you can just advocate for yourself if you can learn to say god where am i how do I start? How do I get here? How do I go forward? And the Lord will show you the way. And I thank you to all our supporters, our friends, and all the prayer partners that are here on this God, on this voice imprint. Listen, remember what we always say, wherever you go, leave the imprint of God's love. Find the church and leave the imprint of that love. Thank you and take care. Until next time, stay blessed.